Hey everyone and welcome back to the Purposeful Mindset Podcast. I'm honestly so grateful that you're subscribed to my podcast and I'm excited to share yet another episode with you. We're having an upgrade on the podcast so as of today this podcast is all about bringing servant leaders to share their top five actionable life tips with you all in the hopes to help you take more action in your life and find your true purpose. Today I have such an amazing guest. Honestly, I'm so excited to share her wisdom with you all. She's actually the first ever guest I had on my podcast over 50 weeks ago. Her name is Amberly Largo and she is a leading expert in the field of resilience, transformation and health and wellness. She is the best-selling author of True Grit and Grace and she empowers people around the world by sharing the story of how she turned a tragedy into triumph. She is a former professional dancer and athlete, bringing a new perspective on what it takes to persevere. In this episode, Amberly shared her top tips of what you should be focused on to take more action in your life, and here they are. The first is just start. Now is the time. The second, have integrity. Keep your word. Third, authenticity. Be yourself. Fourth, exercise. Move your body. Number five, no distractions, focus on you. And I added an extra one, which I thought was super important, and that is build community. Having support around you matters so much. At the end of her TEDx talk, she shared this amazing quote that I want to share with you all, and we're going to get straight into the episode. She says, change is possible and hope is available. The choice is yours. You can't bury the pain. You can't go around the pain. You have everything within you to pace through the pain. Without further ado, let's get straight into this episode. Hey, Amberly, thank you so much for being back on the Purposeful Mindset podcast with me. Oh, my days. I am so, so grateful to have you back on the show. And seriously, I want to go straight into it. I'm changing up my podcast from this episode. And it's going to be literally a quick, short 30-minute podcast episode, and I basically want you to share with all my listeners your top five tips when it comes to taking more action in your life to get closer towards your goals and your dreams. That's it. That's it. Okay, well, let's do this. Hey, (laughs) thank you for having me back. I always love talking to you. In fact, we were talking before we started recording. I'm like, oh, yeah, we're doing a podcast, right? (laughs) We always get get lost in the conversation, right? That's right. Um, Yeah. So thank you so much for having me back on. I just feel honored to be here. And let's see, five things for people to do right now. You know, what I've been doing since we have been in quarantine, it's really given me some time to take a look at my priorities and things that I have been putting on the back burner or... um, I have to admit, maybe procrastinating a little bit. And I always ask myself, where is that coming from? Why am I not doing that thing? And it usually comes from uh, fear. And so what I do to overcome any fear, and usually my fear is based around technology, whether it's building a website or doing something on Kajabi or even just connecting through Zoom, I really have a lot of fear around that. Like I'm afraid something's going to go wrong or I'm not going to do it right or my computer's going to fail. And it's like, no, I can get through this. We, you know, we can get through these things. And I think the only thing that really, truly helps me 
with that fear is to take an action step. And sometimes if I don't know what action step to take, um, I make a list. If I can't do anything on that list, I go out and move my body. So I go, even if I go in my garage and start doing kettlebell swings or I go for a walk or now here the gym just opened. So I've been to the gym a couple of times, Um, but anything to kind of alleviate some of the anxiety that comes along with that fear. And also, um, but hopefully to do one action step that moves me closer to my goal, even if it's a small step Um, and, and making a list. I mean, we're sitting here and I always have a list, like here's my list right here. And I love making a list and, and checking it off. And so um, that's one of the things that I've noticed that's come up is, is that, is that kind of fear. I also think that um, more than ever, we have to really listen to our gut. For me, Mm -hmm. I think our guts never lie. You know, we can get emotional about things. We can let our head talk us out of things. Um, Sometimes we feel things in our heart, but it's really our gut. Like it's that inner knowing. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this time that we're in, has allowed a lot of us to just be still for a moment and think about what truly matters and what do we want to do next in our life. For me, it's really been, you know, a time to go, okay, wait a minute, why am I not launching this thing or not launching that thing or, or asking to go speak with this person at this online event? I think that now's the time more than ever. It's like, don't wait, just start. You know, just really now's the time to to start. I, I really think that you're never too old, never too young, never too dumb, never too whatever it is that you're telling yourself to go do that thing that you really want to do. I mean, in fact, you know, my my daughter, what pushed me to get on TikTok was my 12-year-old was like <laughs> Oh, mom, no, you're too old for TikTok. And I was like, oh, really? Well, watch this. And I put set my camera up and did a little tap dance. And next thing I know, it's got like 300,000 views on it. It's crazy to yeah. think. But, you know, I just feel like, you know, it, I, I was in my 40s when I wrote my first book. And, you know, when I started my speaking career, And so there's so many people out there. I hear a lot of moms that are like, oh, but no, I, but really my real job is I'm a receptionist and that's fine. And I'm, I'm, I'm just too old for that. Or, and I, I say now's the time to listen to your gut, follow your heart and really align with, you know, so I hear sometimes people go, well, I don't know what my purpose is. I know I'm meant for more and I don't know really what my purpose is. And I really think if you can take a moment to think about what is a trauma or a pain or some kind of tragedy in your life that you've overcome, that thing that you have overcome and you combine that with your passion and your skill set, and you put those things together, voila, you've got your purpose. Mm-hmm. And so anything that you've overcome, you can share with others how to get through that. 
but I think it's very important. Um, Brene Brown once said, make sure you're sharing from a scar and not from an open wound. Mm. And I think that's really important. Powerful. Yeah. I love that. <clears throat> so true as well. Right. Cause I think, I mean, I've seen the last, well, this is like the 52nd episode now of my podcast. And I've seen in my whole 52 weeks of just having conversations on my podcast with different guests every week. One thing I realize is <clears throat> there are a lot of hypocrites out there, right? There's like a lot of people who tell, who will tell you to do something, but they don't do it themselves. And as convincing as they may sound, you go and see their stories on Instagram or you go and see their life on, on whatever they're sharing it on, whichever platform. You're like, you told me to do this or you're telling people to do this and you're not even doing it yourself. Mm-hmm. How could you expect someone to listen to you and trust you if you're not doing it? It's like me telling everyone, go take action, do a TEDx on go take action. And, and then everyone sees me just relaxing, watching movies on Netflix every week, right? On my stories and Instagram, always showing you like a movie I'm watching, right? Like it, it won't make sense. Instead, I started a vlog on YouTube and I started showing people, I'm going to bloody show you guys how hard I'm working and I'm going to show you the journey. So you see how late I'm up every single morning. You'd see what time, how, how much I sleep, when I exercise, how I have so much energy. And I really want to keep life raw and real for people to just understand that this is how hard it is when you want to start a business or do like, just go after your dreams, right? It is really hard. I think, yeah. And you know what? I, I, I have... You know, I really believe in um, aligning your values, like really knowing what your values are. And I think it's so important to have that value system the same with your life as your career, because if you don't, it, it doesn't quite match up. Exactly. And for me, one of my, my, probably my very top value, like I have a list of values, but the top is integrity. And I have to have integrity and that goes all across the board. I'm not going to tell you something and not do it. I mean, growing up in Texas, I really grew up where when we told somebody we were going to do something, we did it. Your word was all that you had and you agreed on things by a handshake. And so I'm that kind of person, but I also, I can't tell people to do something or try something if I haven't done it myself. And even when, you know, a client of mine, cause I still have fitness clients that I've been training through zoom. Um, but I've had them want to try some like crazy fat flush diet or some fasting thing or whatever. I will even do the diet that they're doing with them so oh. I can understand it better. And let me tell you, that fat flush diet, it really works, but it is hell. It's torture to get through that. So I need to do that again right now. (laughs) Going through that. (laughs) But um, I I agree with you. I think, but you know what? Here's the thing. I think that people can smell inauthenticity from a mile away. I don't know. I can. I think that Mm. energy is contagious and I feel like you can feel that something's not quite right when when, you know, people are saying one thing and I don't, doesn't feel like that's what you're really all about. Cause yeah. I don't see that you're saying gonna, it, but I don't see it. I'm going to agree with you like 80% because the other 20% is only because I've, I've met so many people in my life. I believe that they just don't get it. They just don't see this person is using you or they're taking advantage of you. And you're blindly just, just like following and carrying on with the relationship with this person 
man, I'm telling you, like, I have experience in what this person's doing to you. You, they, you need to leave them. Like, you need to get them out of your life. They, don't, they are not your friend. They are using you. I can see it from a mile away. I can meet one person once, Amberly. Forget that. I could have a conversation with someone on a text message. I understand you're a fake. You're a fraud. You're a scammer. You, are, you just want money or you just want something from someone. You don't really care about what you're offering or the service that you want to give. Yeah. You know what? You're a really good um, BS detector. Yeah, I love I, it. You are. Um, <laughs> I actually hired, I was like, honey, you're hired as my BS detector. Like, <laughs> he's that. he's retired and um, I really want him to feel a part like of this journey because he's, he's the hero of my book. He's like, and he will tell you that he's my everything too. He will make sure that everybody knows, <laughs> he, he, you know, that love what he's, he's done for me. <laughs> but he, you know, he used to be a lieutenant commander and he survived on when he was a cop on the streets with his street smarts and being able to tell if someone was fake or phony. And so I actually have him look up people that like want me to be on their podcast or something. I'm like, what wow. do you think about this person? Are they the <laughs> real deal? And he will investigate and check them out. <laughs> And I told him, I said, you're hired. Because sometimes I, I don't know. Like sometimes I kind of like, oh, I'm, very, I'm overly trusting. Yeah. Just because I, I don't know. I, I, I'm that way. Um, you, just have but, a, you just have an amazing heart, Amberly. That's why. You, oh, you just, you just want to you. give so much. And it's just like sometimes, even for me, I get it. Because I'm like that. I want to just give everybody everything. But I've just learned to stop saying no. Even if. Like, if, even if it hurts me, I want to save the time and rather say no and focus my energy on something that I actually want to do in my life. Because as much as we want to help everyone, we can't. And I've just accepted. You're, you're exactly right. And, and I think that one thing that is really, really important is, is the power of no. Like every time you say yes, that you're saying no to yourself in some way or no to somebody else that you love. Like when I say yes to something, I'm saying no to time with my family or no to time working out or no to that project that I need to be working on to really build my hub. And so I think it's so important. And I just went to bed last night and, and thought, okay, I've got to start getting more sleep. Like, what are the, the, the five things that you can do that make you feel so much better? Well, it's getting seven to eight hours of sleep. Mm. It is cutting out sugar. It is moving your body, exercising. It's, you know, eating properly or even fasting. You know, that's something mm. I want to try for inflammation. I'm, I'm not sure you know, and, and meditation, just being still yeah. because there's a lot of noise. There's a lot of noise. And, and I feel like there's things a lot of times coming at me from every different direction. And, you know, I think it's important to be in, in the moment and, and learn to pause and figure out what is it that your heart desires? What is it that you really want to do? Um, and I, I didn't realize until the quarantine because I was kind of on a hamster wheel of just nonstop. I mean, I was traveling nonstop, kind of living out of a suitcase, um, going to different speaking events. Um, just everything was so fast 
that I hadn't had a moment at all to go, wait a minute, what, what direction am I going? I was all over the place. Mm. And so I hope that anyone listening today will take a minute to really go, well, wait a minute, where do I want to go? Where, where, what impact do I want to make? What is it that I want to change or what do I want to give? I think that's really important because I think if we can see that, that goal and we have that in our mind, then we can write out all the steps to get to it. And also for me, I need a deadline. I work best when I know that there's a deadline. Yeah. Um, and I just figured that out today. Like, uh, you know, I've got a deadline for something coming up and I'm like, okay, that puts a little fire under my butt to get this thing going. Otherwise I'm just like, yeah. You know, a lot of people that say, oh yeah, I've got this book and it's yeah. half finished or I want to write a book. And there's really just one thing that you need to do. It's just pull out your laptop or your journal if you want and start writing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when I, I say that there's so much noise, there's so many things, even on LinkedIn, a million people a day will message me saying, Oh, well, if you want to write another book, you could take this webinar and be a New York times bestseller, or you could go to this webinar over here and learn about Facebook ads, or you could go over to this place over here and learn about Instagram algorithm, or you could go over here. And it's like all these different things that people will try to pitch you to. And you think, Oh gosh, I have to learn all these things in order to write a book. And it's like, no, you just have to worry about writing the book. Keep just it simple. write the book. And I'm using the book as an example because it's kind of easy to imagine, but that, that applies to anything, any goal you have in life, whether, you know, that means you want to, uh, I don't know, whatever, whatever goal you have, say even the gym, right? Even the gym, like, you know, people that want to work out and, and get, get much fitter or just lose fat or lose weight. Well, research a million different diets, exactly. research a million different gyms, Exactly. look for that perfect outfit, <laughs> research, spend. And you know what? It's so much money when, yeah. when all you need to do, throw on some clothes and get to the gym. Or you know what? If Not even do, that, unbelievable. You can't I, I, even get to the gym. Exactly. You can do it. I can do it right here in this office. Exactly. I don't need... I don't need any fancy gym, any fancy space. When, when I was in Japan, we literally, the, the rooms were so small there. When I was working over there, I had, it was big enough. My hotel room was big enough for a twin bed and just enough room to do a push up in. And wow. so that's all the space I had was, and I got workouts in there. I was doing push ups, I was it. doing hip thrusts, <laughs> lunges. And, you know, okay. And then I started leading exercises in the hallway with the other dancers. And so I was like, okay, everybody, we're meeting at six o'clock. We're going to be in the hallway and do these exercises (laughs) because it always feels better when you have like a group of people. I don't know. I just, I, I love people. So I like when the more the merrier. I think the key takeaway from what you just shared is the, is for me, it's kind of summarized in the word fun. It's like when we make things fun to do in our life, whether it's that deadline, whether it's writing that book or whether it's starting you know, to, to stay active and fit or move your body or whether it's starting to learn how to meditate or whatever it is, right? It's just make it fun. I, people see my Monday motivation, like fitness videos. Hell, I just 
I am just having the time of my life. Like I, I share that video because I'm not a fitness expert. I am yeah, not. Yeah, you are. No, I'm not. I'm really, I, I genuinely, I'm not a fitness. <laughs> I love like, your. You can I tell me the name of what, what's this called? I'll be like, I don't even know. I just saw it on a video on Instagram that I follow, and I just, I'm really good at imitating. Really you're good at you're imitating. really good at the uh, exercises. That's you because really that comes are. From, that comes from practice, practice, practice. Like I've been doing it for over three years, and every time I learn something new, trust me, I believe for like mm-hmm. a week. Every time, every single day, I incorporate it in my next workout and just practice that one thing, whether it was my handstands or whether it was the animal flow or whether it was the mobility stretching, whatever it is, I just practice in my routine. But the key with me is I don't have a, my fitness goal is there is no goal apart from I want to go and have fun today. Seriously, Emily, I, I don't have like a just specific reps to, and stuff. I think it's important to have fun. And, and I think that's the reason why I have clients is because it's fun and because they're having fun, it makes the workout go by faster and they're getting results. And sometimes they'll call me the next day and go, Oh my God, I'm so sore. What did you do to me? And I'm like, (laughs) but it was fun. Wasn't it? I love it. Yeah. (laughs) But also I think it's key. um, Instead of even just making it fun is to keep it simple. You know, I I can overthink things. I can make it complicated when I always go back to just keep it simple. Like, keep it simple. I'm working on condensing a a big course right now on Kajabi. And I'm like, no, Amberly, I've already made the workbook for it. I just need to keep it simple because don't overcome, you know. Um, And I think that if we do that with, with everything, get the no- get rid of all the noise get rid of all the distractions focus on what your output is what is it what is that thing that you want to do and for me when um i think about working out my motivation is i think about um how it's going to make me feel so yeah. there are days when the pain has consumed me when i'm i'm really i just i don't feel like working out like i do not have the energy in me to work out and there's a million other things that I could you know make excuses on what I should be doing but I always think this is going to make me feel better it's going to give me more energy and you know what it works every time it's my medicine so I always think of how something's going to make me feel how is it going to make me feel when I accomplish finishing my course, getting it together. It's going to make me feel more confident that I've been able to put together something on Kajabi or, you know, or whatever, or whatever I'm building. Um, And it's as small as something on TikTok. If I do a post on TikTok, I'm like, okay, I did that. Made me feel like I accomplished something, even as small as a 15 second video. So I think those little things eventually over time build big confidence and allow you to be able to go out and do more and more. I totally agree. Honestly, I like that just really sank in deep with me because I'm, I'm just a massive advocate for keeping everything simple, like being on social media for like over five years now, probably maybe over six years now. Like my content just gets simpler and simpler. It might get, it might look fancier, but the work I'm putting behind is getting more simpler for me. So now I'm just like repurposing content. That's the same thing I'm posting on every platform, but it's simple for me. 
it's still a message. It's still something inspiring. It's still something positive. It's still something that's going to impact someone. Even if 15 people see it, I don't really care. I've never done anything for the numbers. I've done it for the five people or the one person that sees it and says, Sadiq, you've changed my life or you've helped me so much. That's, you know what? I'm so glad that you brought that up. Um, I'm really glad you brought that up because I was just on, I just spoke at this um, online summit yesterday for entrepreneurs. And to tell you the truth, I was a little intimidated because I was sharing the stage with like top speakers that have, that are millionaire and billionaires that have sold companies, you know, CEOs of companies and my business, I'm a small business. You know, I had a very successful fitness business and trainers that worked for me. But right now as an entrepreneur, I've got a smaller business and um, I was a little intimidated and they wanted me to come on and share like how I built my brand and, and got my book to a bestseller and this and that. And I wasn't focused on the numbers. I was focused on one thing and that was making a difference. In and I thought with my book, I'll be happy if one person reads this and they reach out and say that changed my life. And so I'm the same as you. I wasn't focused on numbers or yes, numbers do have an advantage. I'm going to yeah. be completely transparent. Yes. Have I noticed a difference where there were people that would not give me the time of day, but then all of a sudden when I'm verified and I have a little bit of a following, (laughs) Oh, they'll respond to me. I'm like, what? Like, it's crazy. I had that sudden rush when I did my TEDx unbelief. I was like, holy crap. Like just because I changed my bio, not even verified, nothing just changed my bio to TEDx in front of the word speaker. Suddenly, everybody now wants you to come to speak at their event. They want to know who Sadiq is. How, what's he talk about? What's his subject? Yeah. What's his website? What's his podcast? Suddenly, they want to know you. Some people start adding me on LinkedIn saying, hey, we saw you done a TEDx. Well done. Da, da, da. Would love for you to come and do this for us. And I'm like, I'm not going to do all of that stuff for you. I've seen you on my LinkedIn account for so long. And now just because you've seen me do a TEDx, you want me to come and help you? When have you ever added value to me? Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like that sometimes I believe that fierce, like really bold, confident version of me comes out and I'm like, hell no, man. Like sometimes you have to say no to people when you know that they just want to take advantage of your brand. And that's why I've, I'm very, very picky with who I surround my energy and my time with. I wouldn't just call out anyone and say, hey, would you want to be in my podcast? Right. Like yeah. you have to have yeah. been someone that has inspired me in my journey somehow for me to actually be like, reach out and say, hey, I really liked this in, in what you're doing. And, you know, actually really take my time out to leave them a genuine message, not just like a comment, but an actual message in the DM. And not just once, maybe two or three times that so they see, hey, shit, this guy's serious. Like he's really like consistent. Like his messages yeah. are coming every week or every, every month. And that's how I got my TEDx. In three months, I just emailed, stalked, messaged, comment on every single TEDx organizer in the whole of the UK. And I got one person to say yes out of like the 30 or 40 people I reached out to. One person said yes. And it took me three months. Wow. Well, see, it's just that one person just that could change yes. everything. And by the way, your TEDx was amazing. Oh, thank you so much. I've watched it a couple of times. It was I, amazing. I've seen you. I was when so excited for you. 
Thank you so much. And I, I remember when I saw yours, like I couldn't watch it once. I watched it once. I watched oh, it like another man. three times, and I, I literally shared it with every human being in oh, my WhatsApp contact. You were so sweet. I was like, guys, you have to go listen to this lady's story. Like, she will blow your mind. Like, if you think you got struggles, go and listen to her story. Like, and, oh, and, you and are even, so sweet. It took me days when they said it's up. It took me days to watch it. I couldn't. Really? What? Yeah, because I was like. It was amazing. I know I'm going to pick so myself apart. I forgot this part. I did this. And so I was like, I, I really had to wait and make sure I was going to be nice to myself. Because yeah. we can, you know, for me, I can be my own worst critic. I can just, we all. you know, um, but all it does take is that one person and you never know who that is. I mean, I got my TEDx through Instagram and I literally had an event organizer that had been watching me for a year. Wow. But she wasn't watching necessarily what I was posting. She was reading my comments and she was looking at how I interacted with my friends on Instagram. And wow. so she asked me to be the TEDx speaker at Berkeley and it was their 10th anniversary. So it was a huge deal. It was sold out. There were 2000 people there. Wow. And I was getting intimidated before the talk and um. I said, you know, my husband saw the bio on the website and and he was sharing about how, you know, I'm the only one that doesn't have a PhD. And she goes, wait a minute. Are you, do you mean to tell me that your husband is concerned that you don't have a PhD? She goes, well, you tell him you have a PhD in heart. And I was like, oh, that just the best changed. feeling. Everything for me. She goes, you're here because of your heart. We want you to speak on stage because I know you're going to touch people's hearts. That one thing that she said to me really impacted my life. And I think that's why it's so important to, to be kind and to really be supportive of people um, when you see that they're working hard to do something. Because you might think, oh, they already know that they're doing a good job or something. But I'm always like, no, good job. I am so happy for your success because I know how hard it you had to work to reach that. Like, I think those kind comments and those DMs that we get, they really, they make a huge difference. Like that stays in my heart. And when I was speaking at this summit yesterday and they were talking about numbers and being an influencer, a micro influencer versus a macro influencer and all of these things. And I said, look, I said, for me, my, she was saying followers, I said, to me, it's not followers, they're, they're friends. I said, I mean, I would not be where I am without them because there are days when I'm, I'm having a hard time and I hear the support from, from my friends on Instagram or Facebook and it makes all the difference. Mm -hmm. And I think community is key. It's so important to surround yourself with people who are inspired and passionate and kind. Like, I just want to be around kind people. I am, I'm over, over people that are mean, like mean people suck. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I think that's like the best way to like, that's not like the best ending to the whole podcast. Like mean, <laughs> mean, mean, people, mean suck. people suck, everyone. Like stop <laughs> hanging around mean people, negative people, unsupportive people. Those ones who discourage you. 
you don't need them. They suck. Get them out of your life. Yes. Finally, the, I want to end the, the session on one thing. Like I have this one question in my mind and it's kind of like, okay, here we oh, go. Oh, what is it? Oh gosh, what is it? Here we go. So <laughs> if, if, if Amberly Lago was, was standing on, a, an, on now a TED stage, okay, and you're, you're, in, you're, in, front of, you're in front of a stadium filled with 50,000 people, what one sentence, like which one sentence would come to your heart that you would say at that moment with 50,000 people watching you? One sentence. One sentence. I think that um, how, really how I ended my TED Talk was change is possible and, and hope is available because sometimes we think that, it's, that we, there's no hope or there's not a way. And, and all we need is that little glimmer of hope um, that that chance, it's that chance, and it, it gives us the courage and the motivation and the inspiration to keep going on. Is all we need is that glimmer of hope. And I think right now in the world, more than ever, we do need that hope. We need hope that things are going to get better. Things are going to change. That that there is a way through these hard times because right now so much has changed for people have lost their jobs P or they're, they're having to pivot their careers. Some people are getting divorced because they cannot stand each other after living in quarantine together. You know, yeah. some people are lonely, so they're inspired to go meet a partner. And so I think that more than ever, we need to know that, that change is possible and hope is available and vice versa. I absolutely love that. Change oh. is possible and love is available. No, hope is available. Yeah, love too. I like that. Love as well. Yeah, I was going to say love as well because I think we need more love, right? We need a little bit more love and kindness. In the oh, world. we do. We need all the love and kindness like possible. Like Definitely. for sure. Love it. Emily, honestly, I'm so grateful for everything you've shared. I'm grateful to Thank be connected you. with you. And something you said earlier about how you see your Instagram as your friends actually go even more deeper than that and that's why I call my Instagram my family because I, mm. I always say on my story hey Insta family or hey TikTok family or hey LinkedIn family like I, the people who follow me online I see them as people like I don't know them they're strangers to me right so the fact they follow you and they see your content they consume it and they can leave a comment or leave you nice kind messages all the time in your in your inbox like for me it's like you gotta understand like I used to be so shy over six years ago and a guy like me that was super shy and just, you know, now uh, having done the TEDx and now starting my coaching business and just going and really just hustling and taking action in my own life or my dreams to just give my family everything. For me, it's like, wow, people actually listen to me and they care about me. And like, I was the freaking shy dude. Because you're amazing. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> gosh. No, you're amazing. Um, I don't know if you know, do you know Henry Amar? I've heard, you know, I've heard the name. Um, what you're saying reminds me a lot of him. He was, uh, his nickname was passive. Like he was so shy oh. and passive and, and now he's the most outgoing person. He's got a, he's one of the reasons I started my podcast was he, he was interviewed on my podcast. He really showed me the ropes with it. And 
he's got a beautiful smile like yours, but he now teaches people how to overcome fear and get confident. And what you just said reminds me of that because that's what you give people. Like you, you give people, you know, the confidence to go, Oh my God, if he was shy and now look at him at all he's doing, well, I can do that too. You know, I mean, just even when I get to talk to you, and you say, oh, no, I just post on TikTok like 15 seconds. I'm like, okay, if Sadiq can do it, I will do it too. <laughs> you, ha- you really impact so many people's lives. And I love following. I love when you do your workouts. I'm always like, <laughs> okay, I got to get to it. I got to do more yeah. push-ups. <laughs> uh, thank you so much. I really, really am so grateful and thankful for all all your compliments and and all the all the support that I get to give you as well on your journey. And likewise, like honestly, I see your posts every time, so colorful and so with amazing views. And then your daughter comes in the picture, and then your husband, and then the goats now and the cows. And like we freaking <laughs> love it, Amberly. We love everything. Thank we love you. Everything you're sharing, and it's just all comes under one umbrella of love. Like mm. everything is just love. People see your page, they're like, this woman is so loving and kind and just your energy and your aura is just so giving that they want to connect with you. And, oh, thank and just you. Keep up the amazing work. But if anybody still listening wants to go and reach out to you or they have, I don't know, they want to they wanna invite you to speak one day somewhere or they want to get your book or what platforms do you stay on the most that they can reach out to you and your aura? Um, well, if you go to AmberlyLago.com, so it's A-M-B-E-R-L-Y-L-A-G-O.com, you can see all my platforms there and you can even get some free gifts, sign up and download some free gifts from there. And you'll be able to find my Instagram is where I'm usually hanging out and posting in my stories and stuff and up to date at Amberly Lago Motivation. So yeah, if you're listening, shoot me a DM so I can follow you back. 100% love it. Make sure you guys go and follow her, by the way, because her stuff is amazing. Oh, her energy is amazing. Her heart is amazing. And more importantly, her whole uh, her whole soul in itself is just oh, so, so vibrant. And you're going to get so much energy from her content, from, her, from seeing her every day on your screen. Uh, and then hopefully one day you're going to meet her in real life somewhere at a stage next to you, right? Yeah. Well, hopefully <laughs> I'll get to meet you. I, I can't well, wait for the I day me and you. With you. <laughs> I can't wait for the day me and you meet to do a talk, to work out together, to I do just everything. I know. <laughs> That's gonna be. I hope epic. soon. I hope so too. Yeah, definitely. Keep praying and uh, and keep keep taking action on your business as well because I'm I'm loving just seeing your journey and learning from everyone's journey. So, it's been amazing. Oh, thank you. Thanks so much for having me on again. You're welcome. Always. And probably another five weeks from now, I'll be like, hey, Amberly, I want to come and have a chat with you again. <laughs> That's it. Well, I'm going to have, I'll talk with you soon because you're going to be on my podcast soon. So. Oh, awesome. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, guys, make sure you guys go and follow Amberly. Check out her stuff. And make sure you go and go to her website, amberlylago.com. And, uh, and I can't wait for us to catch up again, Amberly. Thank you so much for being with me. Thank you. Thanks. Take care. If you're still listening, I just want to say a massive thank you from the bottom of my heart. It truly means a lot that you're taking time out of your busy life to invest in yourself, to learn something new, and now, as a mentor of mine once taught me, teach it to others. Whichever platform you use, share whatever you've learned today with someone else out there in the world because we all need to spread more growth mindset-related content out there for people to learn and change their lives too. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast, share it with your friends, 
friends let others know that there are guests on here who are sharing wisdom that's going to change their life and i hope to see you on the next episode take care